Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, September 2nd. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Changing the kind of rock farmers use to treat their soil may be good for the environment and the harvest. We saw a consistently increasing yield in the um, higher basalt plots, so that was very exciting. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All tells us about research looking at how a type of crushed rock could help reduce agriculture's footprint. The St. Louis Department of Health has a new director. Mayor Tashara Jones has named infectious disease expert Monty Flanchwayo Davis to the post. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports. Fletchwayo Davis has recently served on the city's health board and shared an initiative to reduce HIV transmission. She's become a familiar expert on television and radio on the coronavirus pandemic and its disproportionate effects on poor people and people of color. Fletchwayo Davis says her decisions will be guided by scientific evidence. She says her first order of business is increasing the city's COVID-19 vaccination rates. Just over half of all adult residents are fully vaccinated. The priority for me is to try to continue to push for for people to consider vaccines as their best available tool in the toolbox that we have provided them um, to protect not only themselves, but their loved ones and their community. Fetchwayo Davis starts next month. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. A study from Washington University's School of Medicine concludes shutdown measures at the beginning of the pandemic in the St. Louis area likely saved thousands of lives. Those measures included stay-at-home and mask orders. Researchers say delaying such action by only a couple of weeks would have increased deaths almost sevenfold in St. Louis City and County. They say the data suggest a large number of deaths in the region was possible, and early public health restrictions help lessen the impact, unlike what occurred in other cities like New York and Boston. Sixteen arts organizations around St. Louis will require people attending performances, employees, and artists to show proof of vaccination or a negative coronavirus test. The St. Louis Symphony Orchestra and Opera Theater of St. Louis are among the organizations. Symphony President and CEO Marie-Hélène Bernard. It was really triggered by reassuring audiences that we would do everything possible to ensure that their safety is, is our priority. Hollywood Casino Amphitheater, The Pageant, and Off-Broadway have announced similar policies. Environmental advocates in Missouri and Illinois say a government organization that works on issues related to the Upper Mississippi River discriminates against communities of color. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports the EPA is now investigating whether the group violated the Civil Rights Act. The Upper Mississippi River Basin Association represents the governors of Illinois, Iowa, Missouri, Minnesota, and Wisconsin on issues like water resource planning and management on the river. In 2019, the association launched a study to evaluate flood risk and other concerns in communities along the Upper Mississippi. Olivia Dorothy is a river restoration director at American Rivers, which is the organization that filed the civil rights complaint. She says the River Basin Association failed to engage with communities of color that live along the river. these concerns with UMRBA going back to the spring of 2019 before they even, you know, announced and finalized their public engagement schedule. A representative from the association denies they violated the Civil Rights Act. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. (music) 
The USDA says agriculture is responsible for more than 10 percent of U.S. greenhouse gas emissions. Some in the industry are looking for ways to reduce the carbon footprint while not sacrificing crop production or razor-thin profit margins. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports on one such effort, switching out the kind of crushed rock farmers apply to their fields. Every two to three years, many farmers apply crushed limestone to their fields to regulate soil acidity and keep crops healthy. But scientists are running tests in fields around the world to see if using a different rock, crushed basalt, will work as well while also reducing agriculture's contribution to greenhouse gas emissions. Chris Reinhardt is a professor at Georgia Tech. He says all rocks help sequester carbon when they're buried in the soil, but basalt does it better. For every ton of rock, uh, it turns out because of the chemistry of the rock, is higher for crushed basalt than it, than it is for limestone. Now researchers are testing how that works out in the field. So these are all just kind of smaller beds that mostly we grow food. We have a little flower garden over here, some snap peas. Gavi Wellbell is pointing out the many fenced-off areas of the farm they call Zumwalt Acres on this hot and windy day. She and her twin sister run the farm near Sheldon in eastern Illinois that's largely focused on small-scale farming. But they are also part of gathering information on how successful replacing crushed limestone with crushed basalt can be on big fields. She says the results they saw in their 12-acre hay field of alfalfa, oats, and timothy grass were encouraging. We saw a consistently increasing yield in the um, higher basalt plots, so that was very exciting. Um, but we'll see as years go on if that's replicable. Farmers typically apply about two tons of limestone per acre to fields, but the basalt experiment has plots ranging from a half ton to 24 tons per acre. Wellbell says the more basalt you use, the more carbon is sequestered in the ground. Um, so we're looking at basically where we can get maximum carbon capture and then also what does it look like at, a, at an application rate that would feel more comfortable for farmers and might be um, more economically feasible. The testing is rigorous. Zumwalt Acres takes weekly soil samples from around the farm and bi-weekly water samples. The Wellbell family is also testing limestone versus different amounts of basalt on corn and soybean fields and will have more data this fall. But using the eye test, Wellbell says the corn and beans with basalt are looking as good or better than the ones using limestone. Noah Planavsky is a professor at Yale and one of the researchers tracking the experiments at Zumwalt Acres and other test plots. He says capturing more carbon using basalt could help farmers sell credits on the carbon market, adding to the financial viability of the swap. This is enough of a carbon negative process that you could think of this as another supplementary source of, of income for farmers. And that could be especially critical where farmers are going to get hit by more and more lousy years from climate extremes. And the cost is a big factor on whether crushed basalt could realistically replace limestone on farms across the Midwest. Matt Lambert is a corn and soybean farmer near Brookfield in northern Missouri. He's not a part of this research project, but likes the idea and would pursue it if it penciled out. Yeah, definitely. I definitely consider um, my main concern with with that would be the cost efficiency of that. I mean, lime is pretty readily available um, in our location. Um, it's a cheap application, I mean, but if we could see additional benefit to it, yes, definitely. The pilot programs to test basalt rock will go on for at least two more years. 
gathering data to test the environmental benefit and financial feasibility of making this change. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Our friend Ehrlich helped edit that story. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.